Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hi, everyone. Judge Andrew Napolitano here for Judging Freedom. Today is Tuesday, January 3rd, 2023. Happy New Year to everybody. My guest today is a fan favorite of sorts. Jack Devine, <laughs> uh, career, career CIA, tells it as he sees it, whether we agree with him or not. Jack, uh, related Merry Christmas and Happy New Year to you, and welcome back uh, to the show. Same, same here, Judge, and uh, my resolution is to try and win over more of your supporters. Okay, keep trying. <laughs> uh, how, do you, uh, how do you see the war in Ukraine going now, early uh, January 2023. Yeah, I, I would say I don't see anything positive from the Russian side. I don't know if you're looking at what's going on. They're firing missiles, right? <laughs> Hitting civilian installations. Death here, death there. Every death is terrible. But, you know, they lost 67 troops the other day in Dunbar. So, I mean, they got a, a serious hit there. So, not, you know, I think both sides are getting ready for the for the spring. And we're going to find out just how much better the Russian army is and how six months has improved their uh, uh, fitness, uh, their equipment, their organization, logistics. And we're going to find out just how much the Ukrainians have put in place and how much they have prepared for the likely uh, attempt. So I think nothing dramatic is going to happen. Both sides talk about peace. They both basically said we'll accept this complete surrender on each side. So nothing is going to happen on the peace front. So I'm, I'm expecting in spring um, to see some real definition. And if Putin is thinking he has a cakewalk in front of him, I think he's going to be a terribly surprised guy. It's a really hard-fought battle. Is President Putin's um, strategy to break the the will of the Ukrainian people by visiting a horrifically cold, uh, dark, waterless, heatless uh, winter upon them? He's picked the wrong folks to pick a fight like that. This are this is a tough people, and I think. They are historically, if you read history, the Ukrainians have been in battle after battle, century after century, with everybody trying to suborn them. These are it's the same gene pool we're looking at here. They are tough, and they believe in your Ukrainianness, and they're going to defend it to the last person. When I was out there in 2018, they told me it, and I accepted it, but like a good intelligence operative, I asked myself, Will they really do that? I am now convinced they're fighting to the last person. And so are the Russians ready to fight to the same extent, take the losses? I, I think they've, they've reached an immovable object. That's my take on it. And we must, but we, we need to be behind them. I mean, they're not going to be able to withstand without armaments and so on. But do they have the will as a people to suffer and fight 
uh, really, he really picked he picked the bad enemy. How about the will on the other side, uh, the will of the uh, Russians to follow their leader? This is his argument uh, in acquiring back what historically had been Russian. Uh, it's, it's stated, it's stated differently. Do the Russian people still support President Putin? Yeah, well, you know, if you're having, if you're victorious, you have a lot of support. If you're losing, I don't care what country, take your pick, you lose support. So if he takes the types of losses that I think are going to happen, if he doesn't perform at a much higher level, you know, with all their knocking down uh, communication from the West into their country, you know, their people will eventually figure out that they are, they are not prevailing and it's costing them a great deal. So I, I predicted and both in, you know, my op-eds and when I wrote Spy Master Prism uh, and two years ago, you know, the, the Russian people will decide, you know, on whether they're going to keep Putin or not. And if he does not prevail, and, it, and I will begin, the clock will begin in the spring, how long his reign will last. And if he doesn't do well, the clock will move quickly. Here's um, uh, what President Putin said uh, to the Russian people on New Year's Day. Запад врал о мире, а готовился к агрессии. И сегодня признается в этом уже не стесняясь в открытую. А Украину и ее народ они цинично используют для ослабления и раскола России. Мы никогда и никому не позволяли и не позволим этого сделать. The West KGB officer of the Cold War, which he was. You know, this is all propaganda. I mean, the guy invaded. I mean, you can't hide under a rock and say, oh, we created sanctions and we're going to destroy them. I mean, it's it's laughable. And But, you know, he, um, I don't want to diminish it. He has following because there are Russian loyalists as well that love their country. And he has sold this, you know, this line of, of fake history. It just, there's no, it's a laughable presentation Unless when you stand back, it's amazing how many people buy into falsehood. Remember Goebbels and the uh, Nazis. I mean, you tell a lie enough, people begin to believe it. Uh, maybe. Well, why would he make statements like that? Is his su political support waning? Is he trying to encourage the morale um, uh, of the of the troops? Why is he standing? Uh, in front of maybe uh, a dozen youthful, relatively attractive, uninjured, uniformed uh, Russian soldiers, one or two of whom are female. <laughs> you don't think they were particularly selective for it, although I didn't. Well, I'm sure they were selective, but my question is: I'm not sure I'm how asking, many were I'm happy, asking but... the spy man. I'm asking the spy master himself: Why were they selected? What is he trying to convey? Well, I think. I think he knows he's on back on his heels. This is every assessment I've seen, everything. He was not anticipating what he encountered. He was misled by his intelligence or he ignored it. He, he was caught by surprise. Everything I read that, you know, I would respect 
uh, says that he this is not what he was expecting. So he's back on his heels. So he's not going to get out there in front of his people and say, listen, I got, you know, I got beat up in the first round. You know, he's not going to say that. So what is he going to say? Oh, they did it to me. They picked on me. They invaded Russia. I mean, really? So there's a question of credibility. And it doesn't, I don't care what audience, if you just stand back, I mean, this is hackney Soviet-type propaganda. It's, you know, but it's the best line he has, okay? And, that, and we're going to see what his army is like. If his army is as hackneyed as this, he's going to suffer the same same criticism. All right. Doesn't he have uh, about 300,000 called up, uniformed, now trained reservists uh, about to enter the theater of war? And if he does, and I think he does, uh, maybe your sources tell you otherwise, if he does, wouldn't that overwhelm the uh, Ukrainian forces? He had 180,000 in the last round. I mean, that's not chicken feed, right? And you looked at it. They weren't armed properly. Where did they get the new arms? Where did they get the training? How did they get so battle ready in six months? You're looking at Ukrainians have been fighting for almost a year now. They're as tough as nails. Their strategy, their planning. You're going to send a lot of rookies in and or have or your trucks have wheels now? Do they have gas? Do they have logistics? Uh, 300,000. If um, let's see, let's see how they do. Um, they're going to just march in. They're going to use air power. I mean, yesterday, every drone was shot down. That's a message. Something's going on on the counter drone area, right? So do they want to fight? You know, the problem, sorry about that. So do, do they want to fight? Um, we know what wars are like when people, they went into Afghanistan. My goodness. I mean, full blown Russian army went in and was driven off by, uh, Sheep herders. And why? Because the, and I'll tell you firsthand, the Russian soldiers did not want to fight in Afghanistan. Are they really going to fight in Ukraine? I mean, it's like, you're almost like a civil war and it's unprovoked. I, we'll see how, what a fighting army. I know there's people out there. You mentioned a couple of them last time that see, oh, you have, look at the Iraqi army. How many troops are in the Iraqi army, Judge? 300,000 armed by the United States. Where did they go? <laughs> They went home. So size isn't the story. Let's see, but let's see what they've got under their belt. Let me let me switch gears a little bit, Jack. Uh, suppose um, uh, Jake Sullivan calls you tonight and says the president wants to talk to you in the Oval Office tomorrow about strategy uh, for Ukraine, and you accept the invitation. What do you tell him? I would say keep pursuing your strategy and, and up the ante as much as you can. In other words, I think we're, I think we, when I say this, I'm talking about the Western allies. Uh, I think there was at the beginning, you know, no one realized how diff, uh, how tough the Ukrainians, how weak the Russians were. Right now, I, I, I think the Ukrainians are giving, I mean, there's not a lot that I would critique the Ukrainians in terms of their fighting prowess. And yes, I would give them more and give them the air air support that they, the uh, air defenses they need. Early on, we were wringing our hands about javelins and stingers. And remember the makes, the 23 makes in Poland, if that issue came up today, they just fly them across the border. In other words, I think um, right now, I, my suspicion, because I hope they're not telling everybody what they're doing, I'm 
I'm assuming that the Allies are helping as much as they can to help the Ukrainians get ready for Putin's uh, onslaught. And is he going to come up with some new strategy? I'd like to see someone define it. Oh, we're going to take the Crimea? All right, you're in the Oval Office, and the president says, what are, what are your views uh, about what we should do if it looks like Russia is going to overtake Ukraine? Should the 101st Airborne, no. 40,000 40, of them, no. move east along with 90,000 Polish troops? No, Jack Devine's standing position is we support... And this is what happened in the Afghan war against the Russians uh, in my time. If the people are prepared to fight and you have a common objective, you support them. You do not put the American troops on because it falters. In other words, if, it not, if it's not doable, you can't force feed these things. And we, yeah, but your we, goal. We keep learning Afghanistan, Iraq, we, Vietnam, we keep learning the same I, I I agree with you on so that. But what your goal, is, Jack, well, your goal well, is to remove President Putin from power, is it not? No. If a few no, thousand American no. troops could so do that, read, why don't you bring them in? Your 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 audience needs to read what I've written. All right. And what I'm saying is the Russian people have to get rid of Putin. They have to decide. We should not be meddling internally. In Russia, it will backfire, and we won't be good at it, right? But we should put up the fight and defend the Ukrainians as much as possible. I do believe there is no end game until Putin goes, and I think he will go. I said that March last year. And right. I'm what is the end it. game for the United States, Jack, to chase the Russian troops out of Ukraine? I think our goal is to fight the Ukrainians until the Russians say uncle and then let the Russian people say what they want to do to Putin. But what does uncle mean? Does it mean, does it mean Ukraine gets Crimea back, Jack? I hope so. I certainly hope so. It doesn't belong to them. I know, but well, I know you but believe that, point, but that's not realistic that, that well, Crimea. I, I think it is realistic. I think they're going to get the Crimea. Why okay. do you think? Let me, let me just put one footnote that's really important, Judge. I do not think that the Russians are going to overrun them, right? I do not think that's what's going to happen. I think they're going to put up such a vicious fight. This is not going to be easy. And if they pushed up into the hills, they're going to be fighting again in the hills. This is not, I'm telling you, if, he's, if Putin should be listening, not, not the president. This is not a cakewalk. This is not a cakewalk. You better be, this is in it. You're in it for the long haul. We should be defending this against the Russians. And it will never come to peace until Putin goes. But I'm not suggesting we move against Putin and we do covert action, all that nonsense. It'll happen because this was a, tra a tragic and ill-footed decision by Putin to do this. He bit off more than he can chew this time. American uh, intel, which is obviously on the ground in Ukraine, uh, are they fighting or just spying? I have seen no indication that they are on the ground or that they're fighting. Not a single American that I know of, American intelligence officer there, I think it'd be... Uh, Wait a minute, you're telling me the CIA is not physically physically present in Ukraine? No, I don't think I said that. I think I said they're not fighting. Okay. They're physically there, but they're doing what they do, spycraft. Well... Remember who I am. You're the never spy man. I'm never going to say that there's anybody that's undercover anywhere. Right? So, <laughs> so, I mean, you're fighting a losing battle here, Judd. So, does the CIA? 
I hope, I hope that we're doing everything we can to support them with intelligence. But let me, I'm not kidding on this point. The fighting is has to be Ukrainians. They have to want it. They, we cannot, because it might fit some bigger strategic view, uh, support them because it leads to something else. The Ukrainians must generally want it, or this will fail. We will fail. And I believe, I believe that since I wrote the book two years ago, that Ukrainians are determined to retain their sovereignty and their independence and not be bullied by Putin. And I think he's shown himself to be weaker. I give him more credit. When I do the addendum to the paperback, I'm going to say I gave him too much credit. You know, he, he's, his, he, he is not as good as I thought he was. Because All right. of what I I'm looking at uh, the emails, and I and I know the <laughs> opinions of the. Am I making progress over 2022? Yes, you are. Oh. I want everybody to know what I, they I see over, over one person. <laughs> what they see over Jack's left shoulder, which is a poster for the Spymaster's Prism. These are his memoirs, but everything he did, and some stuff he doesn't want us to know about for his years in the CIA. The book is coming out in paperback in the spring. Yeah. I said the addendum because I was pretty hard on him, but I mean, the, and I called Kim the new Berlin. I mean, that's how I was looking at it back then. Now, now, I mean, it's far exceeds what I was expecting. So it's, it's really quite interesting, but I do provide the build up to it. And I right. do tell Jack, them will you, will you come back and play to the last man? Will you come back in a couple of weeks, no matter what the uh, state of affairs is with the troops? I will be back whenever you in, invite me. And, you know, the reason is that, A, I find our exchanges uh, interesting, but they're, they're, they're enjoyable in a way in that which we're able to talk about things in a candid and frank way. And I hope the audience appreciates that. So win, lose, or draw, I'm coming back to call it the way I see it. And you will always ask me the questions that challenge that. So I, I'm, I'm, I'm in this for the long haul with you, Judge. Jack Devine, the book is The Spy Master's uh, Prism. Uh, my dear friend and colleague, thank you very much uh, for joining us. And thank you, and happy, happy New Year. May this be a, a better year for all of us. Including thank you, me. Jack, and to all of my wonderful fans, Happy New Year. Judge Napolitano for Judging Freedom. Okay.